I'm Jessica Lamberti, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for October 13th, the day that Zapped premiered. No, not that Zapped, and no, not that Zapped either. Today we're talking about the British sitcom in which an office worker is transported to a parallel world whose first episode aired on this day in 2016. As the first episode of Zapped begins, we meet Brian Weaver, an average modern-day office worker in Middlesex, England. Brian, who isn't entirely sure what his job actually is, is bored out of his mind. A moment of drudgery-breaking excitement comes as a package arrives for him, which he believes to be his new phone charger. However, When he opens the box, instead of a charger, he sees a strange-looking bracelet, which we later learn is the amulet of Ortaramen. He puts it on because, well, you know, who wouldn't? And then he is suddenly, you guessed it, zapped into another world. This new world is the land of Munti, a straight-up sword and sorcery fantasy world. Brian Weaver meets an eclectic group of characters, including a half-giant, half-dwarf, which evens out to one regular person, a swordsman turned barkeep, a disgraced former wizard, and a soothsayer whose fortunes and prophecies seem way off base, but somehow end up being accurate eventually, at least through a certain lens. There's also goblins and dragons and fairies, although in Munty, fairies aren't adorable little pixies. They are instead giant brutish men who act as the enforcers of Munty in a kind of fantasy-themed police state. Over the 15 episodes of the show spread over three series, Brian is desperate to regain the amulet and return home, even though his co-workers never really liked him and don't particularly miss him. Was he ever successful? Stay tuned to find out. Hi, Dr. Phil Flox here, also known as John Billingsley. I volunteer for the Hollywood Food Coalition. We serve terrific meals to the unhoused seven nights a week. We assist 100 nonprofits with their food needs, We work with community partners to address food insecurity in Southern California. If you're in L.A., come and volunteer with us at hofoco.org slash volunteer. And any Federation credits you can spare go a long way. Before we get into where Zapped went, let's get into where Zapped came from. The script for the interdimensional sci-fi fantasy comedy had been floating around for years, landing at a few different production companies but never getting off the ground. Finally, it was picked up for a three-episode pilot by the BBC's free-to-air channel, Dave, which is possibly the greatest name for a channel ever. David Lambert, no relation to the channel name, who had some success with comedy shorts, was attached to direct. And the pilot was rounded out with a solid cast, including the in-betweeners James Buckley, Sharon Rooney, and Paul Kay, who those of us across the pond may recognize as Thoros of Mir from Game of Thrones. The legendary Steve Coogan appears as a sadistic circus master. I'll admit I was hoping for Scott Bayo to show up and create a connected, zapped cinematic universe, but alas, that was not to be. The pilot was well-received, and Dave ordered more episodes. The show initially doesn't travel far beyond the pub in which Brian first finds himself transported, the jug and the other jug, though over the next couple of series, the world starts to open up a bit more. However, it may have been too little too late. To answer the question posed before the break, we never find out if Brian Weaver gets back home, as while there were plans for a fourth series, the show was canceled after series three. Budgetary and production constraints may have been the culprit for the show's fizzling out, 
While the dry British comedy and fish out of water gimmick played well enough, the very narrow focus of the fantasy world didn't do it any favors. There was the occasional exploring and splash of questionable dragon CGI here and there, but more often than not, we didn't stray too far from the jug and the other jug. That small scale could have worked if they got a little weird with it and went full mighty boosh, but all in all, it was played as pretty straightforward comedy. At least they abandoned the live studio audience the initial draft called for. That being said, it's still a bit of fun. For those of you wishing to visit the world of Munty, the episodes are still available on BBC iPlayer or through any interdimensional magical artifact you might have. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for October 13th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry Podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.rottenberry.com.